Losing Banner Podcast. Losing Banner Podcast. Losing Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Losing Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I was reading this weekend. <laughs> mama, mama. Guys, nah, it doesn't taste like dirt. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, ladies and gentlemen. I'm wondering, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about fear, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Your face, your face was asking all the questions. <laughs> nah, I just, I'm gonna play the song until you come back. Hit one button, and I was like, work. you know what, y'all, you out of here. <laughs> That's not. I didn't hit that button. I didn't hit that button. But yeah. now I'm back. I'm back. That's all right. It's all right. Uh, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocking and the brew. What happened to you? And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, legendary brew crew. What's going on, Lou? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, Rob. Right. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. Uh, this is episode 209. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, 302 Yoda. Uh, had to yeah, take brother. Day feel off. better, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um uh, but this is episode 209. We have a uh, great guest with us. So I'm um, glad uh, if this is your first time uh, checking us out. Uh, welcome. If uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming Thanks back. A Thanks a lot. This episode is going to be ridiculous today. It's going to be ridiculously Why? good. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like, you know, I'm, I'm off. I know I'm off. I know I'm off today. I'm, I'm a little off. And I don't know if you are. You, I don't know. Um, straight like chases or whatever. Straight like something. Uh, a pointy line. I don't know. Um, oh. There's a lot of things going oh. on today. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got uh, Kiki Palmer and her her boyfriend drama. Uh, that's not drama. That's so, not drama. Like, yeah, that's so dumb. Not, or is a boy? Is a boyfriend or do you? Once you have a baby with the person, are you still their boyfriend and girlfriend, or do you just are you just you just baby mom or baby daddy? That's just, I think no, no. Nah, nah. I think baby mom, baby mom, baby dad is when y'all break up. I think you always boyfriend girlfriend even when the babies come until marriage, huh? Or break up. Gotcha. I don't think yeah, you, I, I don't I think uh, I don't I, I don't think you I think you say I think you would say if you're not married like if you weren't married to your wife and y'all had kids, I think you would say my child's mother. Or my girlfriend, but I think okay. if y'all broke, I think baby mom and baby daddy is a little derogatory, so it's a negative connotation to that. Oh, is it? okay, yeah, okay, I get you. All right, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't matter, that matter as all, at all because we don't have either. We don't have them. <laughs> I, right. have, I have mother of my children, and that's 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 it. You got your wife's, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's how that works. Yeah, 
But uh, this is episode 209, like I said, uh, and we have a great guest with us this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whenever you're listening or watching. Uh, uh, we have uh, Latrice Harris, uh, a.k.a. the Beery Godmother. I'm sure if you have seen her, if you're checking out IG, you've seen some of her wonderful uh, reels that's um, giving you uh, beer education because she is also the owner of the Beer Beery Godmother LLC, which is the, uh, a beer consulting firm. So we want to bring... Uh, into the building. Round of applause. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Room shots, room shots, and applause. Hey, hey, love it, love it, love it. That was that was like the best interest I've ever gotten on a podcast. So cheers to y'all on that. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. That's what we try to do. you for saying that we're the best podcast you've ever been on. That's what I, that's what I heard. That's, that's exactly what I heard. That's exactly. You've only been 20, 20 seconds in, and you're already telling us that we're the greatest. Thank you so much. Uh, well, it's, only downhill, it's only downhill from here right exactly exactly downhill she's she called us the best we can only we can't get no better than that today now oh shit. too much well, we, we could get a little better no <laughs> i don't know i mean you can always find i started off saying i was off so right. we can't get better <laughs> yeah. and, I, and see when you said that, I said, you know what? I gotta come correct with the intro then. Hey. So I wanna, I wanna <laughs> you set your game up. You set your intro game up. I got you. Yeah, no half ass yeah. in the day. Yeah, it is. And all <laughs> and all partnerships, it's a give and take. Some people yeah. are hundred <laughs> sometimes. Right. Right, you gotta, right. you gotta yeah. take some of the, But sometimes <laughs> you gotta teach me how to hunt. You gotta teach me how to gather so that right. when you're sick and when you're out, I could do what you're not doing. Right. Thanks exactly. for pulling me up by my bootstraps. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, well, uh, Tracy, we want to thank you uh, for coming on. Before we sure. get into That's it, we always like to know what uh, everybody is drinking on, if they are drinking on. So, what are we drinking today? And uh, I don't know, Latrice, are you drinking something well, today? Well, I'm not drinking at the moment. I'm about to start drinking. I mean, in all in all honesty, I just jumped off a, a Peloton run like maybe 15 <laughs> minutes ago. And I was like, you know what? I probably should like have some water first before I start mm. this drinking. But well, I will, just, I mean, you know, just, you know, just a little, little bit. Y'all want to actually have me, like, make it through the podcast. Y'all be like, hello, Latrice? I'd be over here like, but. Um, as long as you don't fall asleep, as long as you don't fall asleep tipsy, tipsy Latrice is, is, a, is a good interview. That's, yeah. As long, yeah, she doesn't, hey. as long as that person doesn't fall asleep on the mic, we'll be fine. Well, there we go. No, but I will be drinking today um, an English IPA from uh, Creature Comforts and Good Word collab. Um, so when yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be bringing up and uh, where's uh where are those two breweries out of? Creature so Comforts is out of Athens, Georgia, um, okay. and I think they now have I'm trying to think they have a California location opening or soon to be um, okay. opening. So more folks out on the West Coast will see a little bit more about them, but they um, pretty well known in the Southeast, um, and then Good Word. Brewing is a single um, like brew pub scenario, but they brew a lot of um, like English beers and, you know, some of the things that just aren't brewed a whole lot um, mm. out of Duluth, Georgia. So like northern. Oh, like, north I, used live in the, I used to live in Duluth. Oh, there you but go. Want, there you yeah. Go. They yeah. wanted to do the little the little beer fest. Or is that little beer. Yeah, I was about to say they're the ones who do okay. little beer. So that's okay. turning into like a, a really good um, festival, particularly if you, you know, like I said, don't want to drink everything um, above you know, in the, in the high ranges. So a little mm. beer is gaining momentum, always a, a good festival. It's so, called yeah. little, little beer because of the low ABV. Uh-huh. That's exactly okay. correct. Okay. Yep. So a little, little beer, little beer turning into a big beer fest. Right. 
as opposed to yeah well as i said we also have a strong beer festival here in, oh, in atlanta which everything i think has to be eight percent is eight percent club to even be like entered into competition and be mm-hmm. like you know part of that actual festival so wow. that's in the winter december first weekend of december if y'all are interested you know all your double ipa like triples it. barley wines quads uh, you know, barrel aged out. I think I'm gonna throw a beer fest called Wasted, and then you got to be ten percent. Ten percent above. Same thing, right? Wait, yeah. Or you could do uh, you could do mid range and just be between four and eight. But hey, <laughs> we tell mid range. We tell you bring your chairs, bring your blankets <laughs> if you got to sleep it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you got night quail, bring your, your sleeping bags. <laughs> right. Your slippers, right. PJs. Exactly. Oh, man. That's exactly. good. A pajama jammy jam. Beer fest. See, good job. Yeah, you got, you got to be indoors. Good. Uh-huh. It definitely got to be indoors. Well, it could be camping. Uh-huh. You could glamp it. Yeah, it could be you could glamp it. Glamping. Yeah. yeah, you could. You could glamp it. I think that's probably. I think it might be better because I think I think security would have to be tight because you know when folks get look it up. You know what I mean? You need. And to then make we spend sure the night too. Ugh. Right. So <laughs> you know what? I take that off the board. That's a <laughs> no, <I'm> not, <laughs> We got at least have, we got at least. Yeah, one, just one, and then when it goes to shit, we can be like, you know, we tried it and it was terrible, <laughs> but it was legendary, terrible, it was legendary. good yes. or terrible, right? I'm thinking like, like Burning Man <laughs> meets uh, Freak Nick meets Burl and Flow, like that's what I think when you say overnight beer fest. Right, I got you. Huh. It's going, to, right. it's going to get very we'll workshop. We'll I've workshop. had a whole bunch of images <laughs> pop in my mind. Just yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Good oh, impact. Put, yeah, good impact. man and freak Nick. Oh my goodness, that sounds like <laughs> right, right, right. Um, heavy cop, yeah. heavy cop, uh, heavy cops, heavy on the cops, heavy cops, heavy on the law. Agreements sign. You know, people got to sign a waiver. Yes, I like this. You yeah. turned it into Woodstock '99. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Hopefully All right, no death. Wait, no death. Wasted 2025 coming for to you soon. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> right. Glamping uh, wasted. I right. like it. All right, Lou, what you drinking on? Oh man, this is my turn. Shit. I forgot. Uh I got uh this. I went we went to a brew fest um uh, on Friday, me and Rob uh in for Love City, not Love City, um Attic Brewing. What's it called? Love what? Local love. Local love. I can't I keep getting that Local love I just like fest. I like calling it the Attic Brewing Beer Fest because that's what it was. But basically, they had uh, all the beer, all the breweries that were based out of Philly uh, showed up, poured their beer. Um, We got a chance to host it. So thanks very much, Attic, and all of you guys uh, for showing up. But this is from Dock Street that I uh, was able to procure. It's called Barracuda. It's a Berlino-style ale uh, brewed with hibiscus and raspberry. I thought that it was uh, uh, sour. This is what it looks like. It tastes very sour. Um, they did put some sour uh, yeast. Uh, they also did some raspberry puree and hibiscus plant. Uh, it's delicious, man. It's very sweet and tart. Uh, if you like sours, this is right up your alley. If you want to get into the ales and the Berliners and stuff like that, and you like sweet shit, this is it, man. Uh, pass me a, a whole number. I took. I, I wasn't supposed to take no can. But I took some cans. Yeah. So this is really that one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. How about you, Rob? What you drinking on this week? Yeah, what, I'm actually drinking that? on um uh from one of my favorite breweries uh out of PA out of Philadelphia. It's uh human robot, it's the oh, robot yes. West Coast yeah. uh, IPA, and uh it's a uh, collab with uh, collab with <laughs> North Huh. I said Ken knew not to give me that. Uh, <laughs> He's like, nah, bro, you don't want this. <laughs> it's a collab with uh, North Park 
uh, beer oh, nice. uh, company. I think that's out of San Diego. San Diego. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They did a collab. So there it is. It's not, it's a West Coast IPA, but it's, it's not as bitter as you would think it when you bitter think and, West Coast Yeah, IPA. yeah, yeah. But I, but I enjoy this West Coast IPA. Yeah, Other yeah. ones, I'd be like, nah, this ain't. Nah, this ain't okay. Not, not a West Coast. It, it was, it was tempered down a little bit more okay. than what they were saying as far as West Coast goes, West Coast style. Yeah, goes. It, it's, okay. it's like but it still, it's, it still it's, it's it's like a West well, Coast. Still, yeah, it still looked like a Westie. It still looks right. like it, but yeah. Um, but it has a more of a, um. I guess hazy sensibility. I guess you would say. Yes. So it's okay. a little more. The way we talk about beer, man, that was fucking phenomenal. I hazy love that. I love the beer educator. Yeah. He was like, "Yes, let's let's let's." <laughs> Absolutely. It. I, love I that. wanted to bring up Latrice. I wanted to bring up how you could see it. It looked like an IPA just through the glass. That's that was amazing because it just looked yeah. like beer to me. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like West Coast IPAs for the most part mm-hmm. um, have a little bit more clarity, um, right. and th- and that's literally the only reason why I said it. I wasn't necessarily because okay. of the color; it was because okay. of the clarity. Um, nah, man, and, don't 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 yeah. show yourself short. Say as I saw well, it. Well, it looked like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like you said, a, a true West Coast they tend to lean more so, you know, towards like American style, um, you know, IPAs, which are okay. not necessarily hazy. Um, they have gone, you know, with those super like dank, piney, resinous hops normally, and they stay right. away from the haze. But to Rob's point, a lot of them to me are like starting to, they dial it back a little bit almost to make it like approachable for those people who are in the middle. Like I know some mm-hmm. people who are like, I don't drink West Coast because they're uh-huh. too whatever. They're too like punchy for me. They're too harsh for me. They're too whatever. But they love hazies, right? They love them. But there's like a bridge, right? And I've noticed, um, you know, some of these breweries are experimenting with West Coast that are like dialed down a little bit. So you're still giving the West Coast love is what they love, right? People go for West Coast IPAs for a really right. specific reason, um, you know, but then you're also like building a, you know, reaching out a hand to the to the hazy. Yeah. Right. Are like, you know, well, make well, thank you hands. Reach not to me. Reach not to me. They gotta reach a little further to get me though. They they their hands ain't long enough. Their right? hands ain't long enough. No, you're not. You're not. You're not yeah, trying to do it. Nah, I don't. I, I'll taste anything, but I'm gonna tell you if it's gross. Like West Coast and hazy. Ugh, like they you smell know. delicious. They really smell fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, and then that, that's a waste mm-hmm. of water. Waste of water and hops. <laughs> well, uh, All right. Waste I of water and hops. I don't know if that's accurate, but I'll go with it. I mean, if everybody's <laughs> into their opinion, this one's mine. Yeah, most people be like, yo, West Coast is it. <laughs> and I'll be staring at them like, y'all got mental issues. Like, y'all need to. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. telling you, he's right. A lot of people, but it's, I mean, every mess is, isn't it that yeah. way? With a lot of everybody's taste buds is different. It's just exactly right. Weird to yep. me, it's just weird to me how how it's just become a a phenomenon, like just IPAs in general, in general. and then people just specific, being more specific in the West Coast, the East Coast, and New England, hey, yes. all these different yes. at yes. like offsets of an actual IPA. And then like IPA stands for Indian Pale Ale, and aren't Pale Ale supposed to be like, pale is like less, right? Like less harsh, but I feel like the Indian in it is making it more harsh, and that don't sound right at well, all. So I have, a, I have a whole thing on that, because um, yeah. I have learned about this too. So with india pale ales number one people think that they were that they originated from india they did not mm-hmm. um that's one of the reasons that's one of the biggest misconceptions because you mean why wouldn't you think that right you'd be like IPA, oh, yeah it's like india pale but um from a historical context those particular beers beers like you know when you start off in like 
you know, England and, you know, parts of Scotland and, you know, over in Europe where they were starting to make pale ales, where pale ales were like a thing, they needed to ratchet up these pale ales so that they could ship them. Um, and they started adding more hops to them so that they could literally be shipped to India. So that's so how they got it. So, it could, so this flavor that's profile will last. Yep. Wow. So from a preservative perspective. So that's why it got the name India Pale Ale. Um, but, you know, pale ales are because of their color, not because of their hop content or because of their mildness. So mm. that's one thing I always remind people, like, if you drink a pale ale and expect it to be like, some people are like, oh, it's going to be mild. I'm like, no, that thing is going to be still uh, hoppy. I think yeah. like, it's more like the the body of it and the um and the color. Yeah. Yeah, I because uh, I would be like, pale ale, and when I wasn't ready for IPAs yet, pale ale was not a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is this is a lot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's I not something we introduced the first time. I, I also read something. I read something that if the bitter, the more bitter the uh, beer, the more and you like it, uh, the worse your personality is. <laughs> I, think I, read, <laughs> I think I read that somewhere. I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> I, 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 study. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> want to stand on that one. Your personality is uh, a little shit. off. Yeah, if you really yeah. love the business, I don't know if that's true. Somebody probably, Lou probably did that study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. This sounds perfect. I can get rid of these IK triggers in one stroke. Yeah, right, one fell swoop. There you go. It didn't uh, work. It didn't work. Y'all motherfuckers are still drinking that shit. All right. Um, well, Trish, you actually gave us a little bit of, of what you yeah, do you already. Started. Oh, yeah, um, sure. So, but we, we are getting into it. So, we want to know who you are. Uh, how you got into the game and uh, and um, and all that good stuff. So the floor is yours. Once again, one welcome Latrice Harris to the podcast. Clapping, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like the very godmother. Um, yeah. So um, let me try to think. I mean, I think my craft beer um, experiences. So we don't we don't take it way back. We'll take it back to like you know I don't know 1999, 2000, yeah, no, no, oh no, no. This is just this is becoming the first time I'm starting to like drink beer. Um, but what I thought I, you know, this was like Corona in the club. Um, mm -hmm. every now and then, right. you know, get a little grenadine poured in that thing, you know. Listen, listen, right. that's how you, yes. Tell you, that was I don't know why. That's it. Can't be ashamed of where you came from, no, right? So no. there. It was a it was a uh, it was a talking point too. It was where you get that where you get that red beer from. Oh, come here, it baby. Was. Let me tell you, you all about it. this. Yep. Where'd you yep. get that from? Oh, you know, it's it's Corona Grenadine. Good God. Mm -hmm. Um, so started there, you know, and then it got to a point like around like 2004, 2005-ish. I'm so first of all, I'm a big sports fan, like big into football, big into basketball. And I was who you like, who you like? So I'm gonna tell you. So football-wise, my teams have always been. God, now it's with the Commanders. God, I'm from Maryland. I'm from the D. I'm from oh. right outside of uh, D.C. So uh, okay. up in Gaithersburg. If y'all from, I mean, I used to jump up to Philly when yeah. I lived at home. We would go to Philly um, often, like as little family trips. But you know, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the little the little ride, quick quick ride up there. But um, and then living in Atlanta, the Falcons. Okay. Um, so I've been in Atlanta a long time. So those are kind of. Kind of ride with the home teams in both cases but anyway so big fan of sports um and would go to sports bars and stuff and be like you know meeting up with folks and a lot of my guy friends would be like all right i'd sit down i'd be like let me get that vodka and you know be, you know it's noon you know let me get that vodka and cranberry and they're like girl <laughs> like 
we love you, but you gotta stop it. Like you are not. We or I'd be like, what y'all drinking? And they, you know, they'd be like, oh, we got drinks for the table. I'm like, what y'all get? Oh, we got you know, bucket of whatever, or you know, Stella, whatever is coming out. I'm like, oh, you know, they're like, girl, you better get on this train. You gotta find yourself a beer. So I think I started off Blue Moon. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, Blue Moon and Stella. You were I was fancy drinking both of them. Um, and then for me, it kind of. I never thought I would be a beer like drinker like I am and let alone never thought I would be doing what I'm doing now as far as beer godmother is concerned. But it really just developed as like a constant exploration. I mean, I'm sure y'all can relate where, you know, you get one beer, then you get another beer, then you get another and you just keep you're on this search to like find what you like. And of course, your palate goes through different phases. So, you know, that had been my journey from like the mid 2000s all the way up until like 2020. Um, of course, COVID hits and, you know, I was drinking a lot, you know, of just everybody was just going, trying beer from everywhere, you know, um, doing a lot of like Zooms with friends of mine. And I started really realizing like in beer, how many times the conversations I loved about beer were more so in the weeds, like very weedy, like, let's talk about the hops. Let's talk about how you brewed this. Like what type of water chemistry do you, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was all really like very weedy. Um, but then also I would find that like people started to come to me to ask me like, you know, like, what do you, what are you drinking? Or like, they're in the liquor store. What do I get? You know? And like, you know, or, or talking about like, I want to try this particular beer. This is what it says on the can. What is it going to taste like? So I started getting a lot of questions like that. And when did that, when I, did, I'm sorry. When did that yeah. transition happen for you? you? You're at the bar, you're at the bar before the game drinking vodka and orange juice. Yeah. And then, you're not, and then you go to, to Stella and then yeah. a couple years later, People are asking you what your thoughts are. How did that oh, transition man. happen? I mean, it was a lot of years later. We're talking about like 10. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, okay. All in the middle was filled with like going to a lot of beer festivals. That was number one. Like, um, you know, I here in Atlanta, you know, we started finding out about like, oh, you know, if you volunteer these beer festivals, you can get in for free. So, you know, <laughs> like, yes, let's go ahead on and do that. You know, and this is when it would be like no black people at all at the beer festival. Like me and oh, me and Jen right. Price. And remember, I'll never forget, like me and her were volunteers <laughs> in Price Crafted for Action. Yes. You know? Uh, you know, Atlanta's finest, um, sure. you know, we'd be like, man, there's nobody else black here. Like, you know, but if we were there exploring beer and stuff. <laughs> and so over, like it's an overtime move. Thank you for, for like that. It was a gap, you know, like yeah. a 10, 10, 12 year gap. Okay. Okay. All that exploration. So then like, so you get to that point of 2020. And I always knew I wanted to do something in the beer space. Like I felt like I had something to give to the beer community, but I couldn't figure out what it was, what it was going to be. Right. I was kind of looking around. I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just really interested in the education part, right? Like, I'm tired of going to places where sometimes I know more than the bartender, you know, mm -hmm. or like, I'm tired, you know, I, I, I see my beer people that I know in the industry, like breweries, folks that I, you know, know, and they're like, God, you know, we want to be able to like do a little bit more with training of our staff, but like, we don't know, we can't find the time, right? Like the, either that, that training is falling on the brewer, on the, you know, tap room manager, they're trying to figure out, you know, how to do it. They're just trying to stay open, to be honest. We all know the, the game that breweries are in right now. And so I kind of just started being like, you know what? I think I want to do something that's really beer education facing and very focused on that. And I knew that like being a black woman in this industry, it would allow me once I, I was like, you know, I could do a whole lot of different things. Right. I think there's a lot. There's still a big gap. We all know. 
in exposure um, of black people to beer. And I felt like, you know, there was a melting pot for that in Atlanta here. But one of the things I really, like I said, just wanted to focus on was the education piece. I, prior to doing this, spent 15 years as a um, in-home math and science tutor um, as a side gig. So the teaching part is in me, um, you know, conveying information to people, complex information to people in a way that's a little bit more um, palatable. So I was like, screw it. I'm about to do this. Like I have a very, my nine to five is a very stressful um, job that I have. And kind of during COVID, I was like, Man, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself. Like I'm going to start Beery Godmother. And didn't, all I knew was I just want this to be a place where, you know, I can build educational curricula that I can help breweries train their staff and that will have some component of like the public facing like beer classes or something like that. And it just kind of jumped off the edge at me, you know, like I'm not, I never really thought of myself as an entrepreneur, never really thought of myself as somebody who would ever start their own business. And um, so it's like a, been a journey, you know, um, and it continues to grow. And I think that's the best part sometimes about, you know, doing something like what I'm doing is that like education can take many forms, right? So as I grow in beer, my business will grow in those directions um, as well. So it's been a blast. I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, Beery Godmother started in January of 2022. Um, I can't believe it's almost been a year. It's been a year and a half um, at this point. And to go from like, you know, just trying to reintroduce myself to the people that I knew in Atlanta and that I know in Atlanta, like, hey, this is my business. This is what I'm doing now to like, you know, gaining some pretty good momentum right now. It's, it's pretty dope. And getting a chance just to meet like the people I have met through beer have just been, you know, it's been a, a great, um, a great ride so far. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious to know, since you, you said you like you like the. I guess the nuance of the, getting into the weeds of the beer, like, do you homebrew or, or have you just, or do, do some uh, brewing on the side? Like, how does that well, work? Well, so I, um, I have helped folks homebrew um, before. I got, you know, a couple of, um, you know, friends here. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Hip Hop Heads guys um, mm-hmm. here out of Atlanta. They're a brewery and planning um, who have been brewing for probably about three and a half, almost four years now, as they've been on their journey, like I said, to open up a brick and mortar. And so, you know, I jump in the lab with them and, you know, brew with them. Um, Also have attended a couple of like um, brewing homebrew clubs here in in Atlanta. I haven't yet, I've yet to set up my own setup um, for homebrewing. I know it takes, you know, you you can have, you can do it obviously in like a really small space. Um, But, you know, I got to clean out my garage first. I got to, do that but um but but yeah so you know but like i said it, and, and also i've had numerous opportunities to to brew um with brewers here at breweries in atlanta um just because i'll say hey can i tag along for this brew day you know i'm trying to learn and make sure that the information that i'm conveying is right because you know there's like book knowledge and then there's like the way that the brewers do it you know and right. you, know, you kind of got to know both right. um if you're going to tell people about something because you know like we all we all know i mean you know you go to college i'm okay this is what you learn in the book when you get on your job. What I mean, how applicable that book is it? didn't even work. Yeah, that book exactly. is so you put it exactly. on your resume. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the whole thing. So it's like just trying to make sure I'm constantly in touch with like the what the you know what Cicerone says versus like or what BJCP says, the the um, beer judges certification program guidelines, like what they say mm-hmm. versus like brewers are like, eh. 
well, we kind of, you know, because there's creative, there's yeah. on some of that, right? Or mm -hmm. the flow of how things work, you know, maybe a brewery setup doesn't allow something to to follow the exact flow that's written as like the recommended flow. So they do what they got to do. Um, right. Yeah. But that's kind of yeah. how, how that, that works. So you go, so do you actually go into local breweries or breweries across the country to give mm -hmm. their, so instead of, because I was thinking what you, when you said that all these brewers want to have their beer tenders educated, but they don't mm -hmm. have the time. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, they're edu if they do have the time, they're going to educate them what they want, right? It's mm -hmm. not like a universal education. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. When you you coming from the outside looking at individual breweries, yeah. you're given a universal education that's specific to the brewery. Uh, that's yes. is that that's how it, that's pretty that's, much how yeah, it works. that's pretty much how it works and and how I'm trying to build it out. So I think right mm -hmm. now I'm kind of at a, a growing space where I'm trying to decide, okay, how do I do just that? Like what you just said, Lou, like as far as like making sure that I am tailoring things um, to the brewery, but coming from a place of universal education. So a lot yes. of the information that I'm using is coming from Cicerone. You know, Cicerone is kind of like the authority on beer education, the beer, beer material. Um, and it's working with that brewery to decide, you know, what do you all want to lean into? Um, you know, what is it that your staff need the most help with? So it could range from, I've done, you know, trainings for breweries where all we do is styles where they're like, you know, their, their brewery, their brewers are like, or excuse me, their beer tenders are like not doing great on being able to identify styles. Or mm. some of them are like, you know, can you just help them with how to serve and keep beer? I.e., you know, how are you supposed to be pouring a beer? What glassware are you supposed to be using? You know, like how, how do you change a keg? You know, how often are you supposed to be um, cleaning your lines and, you know, going through the line cleaning process? Like all of that, um, you know, and so one of the things I do tell them is like, look, you know, we're going to, the universal part is going to be that Cicerone information, right? Mm -hmm. You can package it however you guys want to package it, but then you tell me what else you need, right? So that's, it is important to me to have some standardization mm -hmm. um, in there, you know? And like I said, sometimes it depends, um, you know, like in talking to brewers, they will interpret or tell their beer staff things in a certain way. And the beer staff is kind of like glazed over. They're like, <laughs> what did he just say? Or what did she just say? You know, or what did they just say? You know, like, it's um, sometimes it's in the translation piece. So I'm yeah. at a point where I'm trying to figure out, I love hands-on work with breweries. Like I really do. I love that. Like, let's get in the lab. Let's plan what you want to do. Let me, you know, come out and, and work with your staff. But there's only one me, right? And this is not my full-time job. So it's trying to figure out, okay, how do I come up with like, you know, some online material, some packages, some whatever, that allows me also to touch and interface with breweries or, you know, can I do an online class with them, you know, or virtual class with them, you know, and then I come out or whatever it's where you can still have those touch points, but, you know, like I said, it's not, it's not just going to be me, I, you know, like that I'm not doing this full time. Uh, you know, like that. so, you know, I was about to say, is that the goal? I don't know. You know, if you had asked me that a year ago, I'd have been like, absolutely not. You know, I'd have been mm -hmm. like, no, I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, you know, I work for you the federal government. 
I didn't see the vision, right? I didn't see the vision. And and you work for the federal government. You got a pension. They're like, I don't don't want that to be a full-time job at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't. I can't do this. Maybe maybe when I'm 65, I could take this But, you know, I mean, I'll be able to retire, you know, I got about 10 or 12 years. You 55 years old? I would would be, I think I I I retired 57. So. um, Damn. Yeah, so you I'm like, young. You look really young. Yeah, I would never put you in your fifties. <laughs> exactly. Never. And you're like, God, I'm I'm looking good at black don't crack, I guess. But um, yeah, so Cheers you know, it's it, it's one of those things that I'm like, how can I do this in a way that's like the most efficient that mm-hmm. I enjoy the most, mm-hmm. um, but that I'm also contributing, you know, in, in the spaces I want to contribute in. So, um, so in that you're saying you're, you're, you're solo in this business. Do you, are you thinking that it needs it if, in order to, for it to expand, you have to hire you or Maybe. like, yeah. Cause you can't, Maybe. if somebody in, Oregon wants you to come out and, and beer test for them and you got this federal government job, I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be able to be in, be done in Oregon. Right. So, like, right. For, so like, is that, was that like when you were like, I'm, I'm never quitting my job for this. That probably wasn't even a, a thought like that you weren't going to be just local. <laughs> it, right. Right. Exactly. And now you're right. nation. Now you're right. national. You're national. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, all right, so you got a, you got some business planning to do. Yeah, I got you yeah, got man. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's still and it's always growing. That's I mean, I have to think about things like you said that I didn't think about in the beginning. I mean, you're just kind of like yeah. you don't even know what's gonna hit, and you don't know. And I think you guys probably know this too. Like, you don't know what's out there until you know, right? You don't know mm-hmm. what the needs are. You don't know like what's possible. You don't. Your brain can't even yeah. imagine it, mm-hmm. right? Unless mm-hmm. you've been exposed to it. So. That's the part for me, I think, right now that's just so interesting, like to have been in my nine to five for so many years, you know, you kind of are familiar, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you, you nothing really new is getting thrown in my face. But like with this, it's an entirely different space, um, you know, and I get to make decisions, you know, to steer the ship whichever way I want it to go, um, which is like exciting and scary at the same time. Yeah, being a boss is hard and fun. <laughs> Now I'm curious to know, and I guess I probably should ask this earlier. Like, where did the uh, the name, the Beery Godmother? Uh-huh. It's so good. Yeah. It's so, like, it's I'm surprised it never got trademarked before you got it. Yeah, right, right. Great and name. I'm in the process of trademarking right now. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, but um, yeah. So one of the things about me is that you know I was that person, and still, I mean, probably not as much anymore. But like um, when I when I was he- getting like heavily into like chasing beer, like I, you know, new drop happened, going to get that four pack, you know, new drop happened here. I would like go around all these different breweries and be like, you know, well, I'm about to go get this, this, this. So I would always have a lot of beer, but then, you know, you realize like you can't drink beer. And drink all that. <laughs> exactly. You can't drink all that. Right. So I would have beer that I started to just like give out to like breweries that I yeah. like, you know, I'd be like, all right, you know, I'm gonna drop off a cut, you know, four, a mixed four pack. That's so dope. <laughs> you know, I would drop off a mixed four pack or whatever. And so a really good friend of mine um, who works at a brewery, um, you know, I, and I would come in with like this, like good, what they would call this goodie bag, right? Like I would have like a, a igloo cooler, you know, bag or whatever with me all the time. Um, come in with this beer. And when they see me coming with this beer, they're like, oh my God, here she comes. You know, at like breweries, like, yes. You know, like here she's about to drop us off some heat. So, 
One of my friends who worked at one of these breweries was like, oh my God, you come in here like the beery godmother. You know, oh. like you come, in, you come in here with this beer like, and drop it off like the beery godmother, like here y'all go. You know, and I'm not, mm-hmm. and I wasn't mm-hmm. asking for anything. Like literally this is people couldn't fathom like, why, why is she coming in here with this beer? And she doesn't want anything. It's not like she's like, oh, give me this. I'm gonna give, it was never that. It was just that there's good beer that's about to go bad. I don't want it to go, has a shelf life. It's mm-hmm. a shame. You know, you don't want to like drain for stuff. So I'm like, somebody should enjoy it. So that was where it came from. And literally that that name was given to me maybe back in 2018 or 19. And I just, again, wasn't thinking anything about, you know, doing anything yeah. with this. But it just always was something that stuck. And people knew me for, you know, I roll up, I'm the one who rolls up to the house party and then going like, oh, she got, here she go again. You know, because I would always bring beer through. And so that was just always something <laughs> that was characteristic of me and, and beer godmother came. And so I, at first I was like, man, I had it as, as a name and I was like, okay, I don't know. And I kept trying to be like, is this, and I was like, surely this is gone. There's no way, you know, I started right, with, right. no way in the world. This is, this still in existence. So I like grabbed the IG maybe three or four years ago, like grabbed it just cause I was like, when I found out nobody had it, I'm like, wait a second. Then when I actually started my LLC, they, of course, go through a process where they're looking to see, like, is there any other business named this? Nope. Right. I was like, okay. So then I went forward, you like I said, with the trademark and, you know, process, which is like in process now. But it's wild. I, I like the name. That's a good story. Yeah, man. I think it works. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, like I said, Beery Godmother to me encompasses, like, you know, somebody who's like, I'm not trying, to, I'm not out here trying to act like, I am like the god, like the authority of all beer, right? But what I am trying to do, what does the godmother do? You know, she drops off, she sprinkles off things, right? She's right here. You go, you need this, you need this, you know. I mean, like the, you know, think about, I think about the fairy godmother, you know, and like, yeah. you know, she's she's just like bringing good things, right? Mm-hmm, like what mm-hmm. you want, she's bringing good things, and so with me is bringing that information forward so you can make a good decision um, about you know the beer that you're drinking and. All that good stuff. So it's yeah. funny because every time I see the name, the beer got my, I, I, I feel like I see a like a flying fairy with some oh, wand. They have like a beer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah and they just dropping beers in bags. So that's like, so when I originally started doing my logo, that was um one of the possible logos that I had was like, you know, like literally a fairy, like with yeah. a beer wand and all this or whatever. And I went for the more subtle, like you can still see the wings um, on mine and she has the beard, but I was like, and maybe if I had kept working with the graphic designer, I could have got it. But like at the time it looked too much like a, like the fairy part was like the focus. And I was like, I kind of want the beer part to be the, you know what I mean? So, but it's funny, but yeah, that's what everybody envisions. Everybody's mind is goes there. So, you know, like you said, y'all, y'all might have given me an at some point, you know, at least just a t-shirt, nothing else. Exactly. At least just a t-shirt, right? Like the, the t-shirt, like put a, put a body on this, on this woman's face, you know, put a, you know, put her, <laughs> <laughs> you know, put her, put her with a, with a wand, you know, give her, give her some character. But it's funny though. Cause like I've already, I, you know, I think everybody just in the creative process gets wrestling. I'm like, Hmm, what can I do with my logo to like, oh, yeah. yeah, I need to update this so, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. There it is. There it is. What there do you, uh, are you still uh beery godmothering through breweries? Throughout Georgia, are you still flying through and dropping off? I am random I am. Yeah, I literally dropped some beer off yesterday. Um, <laughs> do you have wings? Do you, do you I, have I a do. set of wings? 
<laughs> I think now you got to come in full. Like, costume. I feel like you should be wearing wings every time you go out. Every time, hey, I need to be just having wings and a at least, at least put it on the igloo. At least put on the igloo bag. Put you the right, wings on right. the bag. Right. At least I need to put it on the back. And I need to yeah. have, you know, you right. Because I need to, I actually need to beef up my igloo, right? It needs to be like, you know, ferried out. You right. need to kind glue and make the and and have them make you a specific one. I'm sure you can do that. I think that I think that yeah. I probably should. I'm yeah. for real. It's probably gonna be expensive as shit, but I'm <laughs> sure they could yeah, do it. I'm sure they could do for it. Sure, a custom igloo, yeah. Yeah, but, a custom you know, Yeah, but yeah, I I just dropped off some beer yesterday because I um was at a beer festival last uh, Saturday um in Charlotte. North Carolina, um, where I spend a lot of time. I go back and forth um, there. My parents live there. Um, and because of this uh, nine to five job that I work remotely, um, at, I have the ability to go back and forth. But there was a uh, beer festival um, jointly. Uh, free, well, free Well or something like that? Yeah, Free the Whales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The resident culture um, brewing out of Charlotte and Hopfly out of Charlotte and Rocky Mount. North Carolina threw it together and they had some pretty heavy hitters that came through. But at the end of that festival, um, you know, y'all know how it goes. I mean, they're like, come back all the, you know, they're giving away yeah. beer and come back here and get all, you know, they're to take beer home. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, but it's funny to watch how like people have gone from like having like kegs and jockey boxes and all that to just nothing but cans. A lot of these mm-hmm. beer festivals all can. So of course I'm like, here we go. You know? And, and so I walk out with like a case, um, from you know, from human, ro- I got a, a couple good things from human robot actually. Um, so I'm always excited when I, you know, these breweries come from whatever. So I was like, here we go, because I I gotta keep these beers rotating. Like my beer fridge is full. Um, <laughs> right. you know, I'm like, I got my loggers like sitting, you know, like upstairs, making sure they're temperature regulated. I'm like, oh my I, gosh, I can't- lady, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. it you got a temperature like- regulated room just for the loggers. Yeah, man. I, I or just in in a room in a specific room where I know I usually keep the temperature because I'm like, all right, they don't have to be in the fridge just yet, but like they need to be in the fridge soon. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that whole thing. So anyway, I was I sidebar, sidebar. Stop. Yeah. You got rooms in your house that could be different temperatures because you set them that way or because well, yeah, nature so does it's it just, well so i got I mean, a nature i got a nature regulator in my house but i don't have an actual thermostat in every room well, so, well, no, no, no. so the thing is though hey, i have a zone yes. so it, it's a room in my house it's at the bottom um okay. of my townhouse that you know i have a three-level townhouse but they put a thermostat they put a zone on each Floor. Oh. And so it's only like one room and it so happens to be a thermostat. But it's regulated, it's like floor regulated. Floor regulated, exactly. I still it's don't floor. I still don't have that, but that's <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Floor regulated. Atlanta, baby. Every house in Atlanta is like made in 2023, even though it was made in 1980. That's the thing. So that's the only reason like it's the room where like I work out in and you know I'm out of my so it's like a multi-purpose, but I know where I keep that temperature. So I'm like, All right, right. right. You know, it's not gonna get too hot in here. Um, How many beer fridges do you have? I only have one right now. I have the one beer fridge and a wine fridge. And I literally was yesterday as I was like doing some some cleaning, right? Some like looking at like, ooh, this IPA is from uh, August of 2022. I should pour it out um, from in my beer fridge. I was like, I need another beer fridge, but I can't. I will not do it. I'm like, because my beer fridge is not small. It's not mm. like the little cube, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a pretty nice size. So I'm like, are, how many beers are in your refrigerator? 
in like my actual refrigerator, like where I keep food? Yes. <laughs> uh, right now? Oh, man. I mean, maybe like two four packs worth. Okay, not too far. Okay, I try not to because I try not to put a ton. I know we all try not to. We try not we to. But try not to. Uh, yeah. Well, how many beers you got in your in your refrigerator? Not anymore. Any? Not no. Not anymore. Not any? Okay. Is that most of the time? It's no. It's mostly the time. It's the uh, the ones that don't fit correctly in the beer. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah, like I mean, the big bottles beer. or the weird cans. Yeah. 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 I know what you. Those mean. are the ones I normally like. Uh, I can't. Like I have the. Uh, and I haven't never drank a shout out to Chris who got me the uh, the Budweiser Biggie can. Budweiser. Like I'm not gonna drink it at this point. Yeah, it's, it's like, Budweiser. It's not it's not a biggie beer, it's Budweiser in a biggie can. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> so I just I wanted the can. I didn't really care about the beer, but <laughs> yes, yeah, that makes perfect. FYI. What's that? I said the beer has arrived. I, I oh, you're drinking now. You're, the the water session's now. over. I got hydrated. I got hydrated. So, you know, we got the the shout outs to Good Word. I'm trying yeah. to get on Good Word and uh, and Creature Comforts. This English IPA. Um, you know, English hops. I know Good Word was that. I know Good Word was that Irie Jones. I don't know if Creature Comfort Creature Comforts were. I know Irie Good Word was for sure. I've heard of Creature Creature Comfort, but I don't know where. This, I don't know where. I need to start keeping know. notes. Yeah. Well, so many. I mean, so many. Yeah. But it's like regional too. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. just like learned about like human robot, for instance, like maybe. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, and like anything Northeast, like moving up, like shilling mm-hmm. going up and oh, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, all, good. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we uh, and I feel like the same thing with you guys in Georgia, but because black beer culture is i feel like black beer culture in atlanta in georgia in particular is yep. the best in america maybe the I, best in the world like it, I, you I can't find more black people per capita that like beer I unless you, you go to the atlanta perimeter area I agree so I, I i know where all y'all beer is like <laughs> if, if you're not yeah. posting it atlanta it's like it's always somebody mm-hmm. From Atlanta, it's like a thousand of y'all that aren't even that just like to drink beer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that aren't are on Instagram just because hey, I like to drink beer. I'm gonna start a beer page. I don't want yeah. to. I just want to go to beer fest and drink beer. I was mm-hmm. here and I posted this. I'm here. I posted this. I got this. Like y'all all know each other. It's so it's such yep. a good good community. So I it's weird it when is. you say it's weird when you say I never heard of that beer up here because I've heard of all the Georgia <laughs> beer. Because there's so many black people down there posting so many beer. Black folks yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and that's wild, right? Beer, like that's, that's yeah. super wild. I mean, I think um, you know, like I said, Atlanta is unique. Um, yeah. It gives you, Absolutely. it gives you that feel. I mean, you know, like I said, we already have so many black people that drink beer, frequent breweries. You know, like are there? You're not, you're not gonna go into a brewery here and be the only one. Now, now, I will say that for the met in the metro area. Now, you go. You know, outskirts. Yeah, Out, past might. that perimeter. Pat, you go that outside perimeter. that perimeter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside of the perimeter, you, you, you might be. But you know, y'all call it OTP. Y'all really call it that? We literally call it OTP, ITP, and OTP. Like literally, if inside yeah. the perimeter yeah. and outside the perimeter. Like, and mm-hmm. we know, like, oh, you inside. People want to know, like, are you inside the perimeter? And it's like, okay, yeah, you inside the perimeter. You're like in the city. You know, what's considered the city, right? Although Atlanta suburbs are still, you know, considered part of the city. Yo, Mall of Georgia is in the city, ain't it? Nowadays, <laughs> no. Mall of Georgia. Like, way out. My, my sister, my sister lives five five minutes from Mall of Georgia. I had the nerve to say people ask me. I just tell people I live in Atlanta. 
No. It gets, on my nerves, it gets on my nerves so much that I just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Because I'm like, I know I don't live in Atlanta. I live in Georgia. Yeah. And like, well, what part? And she's like, I live by Marla Jordan. And I'm like, ah, what's that? No, she's right, like, I live yeah. in, in beautiful right. Georgia. She's like, what's that? She's like, man, I live in Atlanta. And they're like, yeah, oh, okay. right. yeah, yeah. I just leave yeah. her alone after that. Man, everybody <laughs> wants to know, like, where <laughs> is Buford? And like, man, it's like, it's the 10 Buford minutes from Atlanta. Terrible. Buford, <laughs> Buford, Buford, Buford is not terrible. It's, it's, it's far. Not, it's it's just terrible. far. Exactly. And it's, it's so funny it that you say, um, yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. It's just, I used to live in Norcross. Um, up, okay, like, me too. <laughs> yep, adjacent to. I lived in Norcross for ten years, like straight okay. up when I got out of grad school until like 2016, 15, 16. And mm-hmm. I, 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 it was. Whew, I got tired of making that trip. That's a trip, <laughs> man. In the city, man. That was. Whew, I had all, what's yeah. crazy? What's crazy about it, Rob? Is it's fifteen miles. So for us, we like twenty minutes. We'd be there. Right. Not, not her. It's gonna not take me. her an hour. It's gonna take yeah, her an hour. Unless she leaves at three o'clock in the morning. She leaves at three o'clock in the morning. She could probably get there in forty minutes. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, the traffic is so dumb. Traffic wild. Six, oh yeah, six I, lanes I, of traffic I've, going I've one way. And still in, have a, in Georgia, Ugh. it's terrible. I get it. All the time. I don't time. understand why, but <laughs> all the time. Man, why y'all always why. busy? God, I don't know, and it's got work. Y'all work? <laughs> right, y'all work on the road. Like you literally work. got your earpiece in working. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, and like as somebody who's been in this city in some capacity since nineteen ninety-eight. And to watch it grow, it grows, I'm like, yeah. this, make no, this makes no sense. Like, it yeah. used to be bad, but it's, ter- I mean, I, the part of town I live in now, um, I am, like, in West Midtown, almost Smyrna, if you're familiar with that, Lou. Um, mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, where I, how I move about now is better, because um, just as the interstate I deal with, it's not as mm-hmm. terrible. Um, but I will, I like look, like glance over, like while I'm on my way to somewhere like Halfway Crooks, which is also growing in Georgia, Halfway Crooks Brewing, I'll like peek over and I can see where 75, 85 are coming together, like from the airport and coming mm-hmm. in, and they're just gridlocked and it's, you know, 11 a.m. gridlocked, you know, it's like 2 p.m. gridlocked. Like I was driving yesterday, I was like, God, like this is just terrible. Terrible. They'll say, you know how like on the, I don't know if you guys' highways, I'm sure they do. Well, it'll say like how many miles per hour a particular highway is. So like this highway is between 55 and 60. And this one, it's always 10. It'll be like 10 to 15 miles. I'm like, oh. Like, <laughs> like Georgia needs I can't be, I can't be on no interstate. Oh, yeah, they do, man. Yes. Yeah, They Rob, do, man. That MARTA system is trash, it's I guess. trash. <laughs> it is trash. And there is no, I'm like, I don't know why. You know, we want to be so, oh, we're so up and coming in Hollywood and like L.A. and New York. And I'm like, no, we're not until we get public transit. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get this girl out of the way and get people to want to be on public transit. Like Atlanta, Atlanteans and Georgians are so yes. car specific. Car, so it's, like, car it's like us, yep. Rob. It's like Delaware. Like, as soon as you go 16, you want your license in, in Georgia. So you could get yeah, driving. Got, Not that you ain't been like driving since you were starting. Thousand people in Delaware, it, 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 right? Right, and they still trying to expand lanes here. <laughs> right, still right. trying to expand lanes, but right. Atlanta's just like, nah, y'all good, y'all, y'all. Yeah, be fine. I mean, it's Take wild. Back man. It's wild, and, and I mean, like I said, the Marta is just not functional. It's the not Marta is great if you're coming from the airport. Yes, that's it. The airport's perfect. Yep, that's yep. it. The Marta mm-hmm. ain't good for no. <laughs> Yeah, do better. LA traffic is trash too. So to be fair, LA traffic is trash. LA traffic is bad. But I feel like LA is like what public transportation as well. (laughs) But LA is like what Atlanta wants to be. Like LA Mm -hmm. been like LA is what Atlanta was, and like I mean, 
Atlanta is now is what LA was in like the 80s. Yeah. And now LA is just like, fuck y'all. Like, do it, <laughs> figure it out. And Atlanta's like, we want to be big, but we want to figure it. Y'all don't want to yeah, figure it out. We, just be yeah. like LA and don't figure it out. Just like don't, don't figure it out. I mean, I'm like, people, it's just like you said, it's no time at three o'clock in the morning, maybe. Maybe yeah. you're yeah. good. But I mean, there's no, it's like I've never lived anywhere. Cause I, you know, coming from the DMV, you know, we had very specific rush hour times. You know, uh -huh. it's like, all right, you know, rush hour right. is gonna be from like six to nine, then it starts to right. calm down, and then you're like, okay. Then you know three thirty or four o'clock to seven, and close mm -hmm. stuff. Here it's like okay, so I've never seen lunchtime traffic, y'all, as bad. I'm like, so all y'all leaving for lunch? Like, <laughs> like, and where y'all driving to to get this lunch? Like you, you got an hour, don't you? Why are you driving twenty minutes away? And why are you on the interstate to go get it? Like, <laughs> right to go to get lunch. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, y'all. <laughs> Atlanta. No, I did not. Atlanta. I did not mean for your podcast to be twenty okay. minutes about uh traffic Literally. in Atlanta, but it's okay. shit, it was I know worth it's it. A lot. It's yeah, a lot. it's a well, crazy guy. And then I think there's a guy who's saying telling telling uh black folks to move to to go back to the south. They telling he telling he wrote a whole book saying come on back to the south, take back your uh, your heritage. I can't remember what the gentleman is. Is he but, black? Yeah, he black. <laughs> He's saying, um, because we did the heritage kind of weird. Well, he said, because he said the great migration, we all left the south. It was like, not all of them, it's more black people that drink, it's more black people that drink beer in Georgia than anywhere in the world. Sorry, one spot, it's a niche, it is a niche, it's a niche, it is, it is. But at the same time, like Atlanta, not so much Georgia, but Atlanta, it seems progressive, right? It seems like a northern or a west coast city, it is, but then Mobile, Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. Not so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So like take back the South. Ah, maybe yeah. I mean, Georgia. Atlanta is an anomaly. Um, yeah, it South. definitely like, is. Like, like it's all this all other time. whiteness around yeah, Atlanta it's, is. It's not, it's he's saying, bring, come on back home. He said, I mean, come well, back I'm home like, to Mobile. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's an anomaly. People they feel got Mobile. They have it. I come to visit. Yes. No? You don't want to be in Mississippi? <laughs> the name the name dude. of their state school is called Ole Miss. <laughs> Just and their their, their name their flag. And the, the 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 because you know why? Because their mascot is a rebel. His <laughs> name is a rebel. That's why that image is emblazoned. Y'all definitely name right? you definitely yeah. named the mascot after 1865. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Oh, maybe he was uh, no, he was one of the. No, uh, he was George Washington, rebel. No, I don't know. <laughs> he was definitely not George Washington. Abraham <laughs> Lincoln? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Cheers. Yes, back, back on track. Back on track. I do have a question about you specifically. Let me get to my notes. I did take yeah. notes. Okay. Uh, so you do the you do your uh your what's what's like a what do you call it? Every Friday. What do oh, you call my beer, fact, beer fact Friday. Beer fact Friday. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to make sure I got it right. How yeah. do you know what? How do you know what topic you're going to pick for Beer Fact Friday? For beer Fact Fridays. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I keep like a running log um, of things that either pop in my mind um, that I think like are interesting or something that like you know a beer consumer needs to know or um, you know it's kind of like whatever I'm feeling at the time like. Um, I was talking to some friends yesterday and I was telling them like, you know, people are always like, oh, you know, do you record your beer fact Friday? Do you record like a couple of them at a time and yeah. then roll them out? Yes. How yes. do you do this? Right. And I'm like, well, 
I will only record two at a time max because sometimes it depends on how I'm feeling. So like, let me give you all an example. Like, so recently I did one, I did a, a Beer Fact Friday on how to drink through a flight. And that came up. I had a whole different plan. Like, I think I was going to do like glassware or something or other, like appropriate glass. And I was like, you know what? I've had literally three people ask me in the last week, like, how do you know what order to drink your flight in? I'm about to just do this right now because it's at the forefront of my mind. I want right, to do it. Right, right. I feel like it's, okay. a, you know, so I try, I do a little bit of that. But like I said, it, a lot of it is, um, you know, me just trying to kind of start with basics. I try to fluctuate between like basics and then more complex things. Um, the complex things are harder when you try to think about how you're going to break them down. Um, but a lot of it is like, you know, there's so many like beer facts out there and you could take it ever you'd want to just talk about styles, you history, you know, serving practices, whatever. There's a whole bunch of different things. And I always am just trying to kind of come back to like, for Beer Fact Friday specifically, like, who is my audience, yeah. right? I'm always asking myself, like, okay, who is my audience? Is my audience, you know, everyone? Is my, you know, audience the beer novice? Is my audience the beer fish? And I like, who is my audience? And I feel like I always kind of want to be the, like, more catchment of, you know, kind of just like your average beer drinker. But just because that's my audience doesn't mean that they can't digest you know like i said complex information so you know that's that's my job right my job is to think about you know what are the things that people want to know about beer that make them curious about beer and how can i you know keep the topics fresh um and keep them you know things that like i get excited about like i don't know i mean for me Doing Beer Fact Friday is not like just like a up checkbox, you know. I gotta, I gotta be consistent with this thing, you know. It's more like if I'm not feeling like I said, I have a couple of things in my bag right now that I have not done yet because I'm like I'm not hype on this. <laughs> like I am not hype on this thing yet, right? Um, and then you've seen me move around. Like there's been some times where like I've done Belgian beers at a Belgian beer bar, you know. Like I'm have some upcoming stuff where I'm like, want to do German styles at a, in the backdrop of a German play. Like there are certain things there that, you know, I try to capture, um, you know, cause I think just the ambiance is better. But like I said, I want to be hyped. Like when I sit down to do beer fact Friday, I want to be able to just do it and be like, I was hype about that. I feel good about that. And yeah. it doesn't really matter to me. Like, you know, uh, 50 million likes. I mean, it's very interesting. You know, the, the public is is thick, not fickle, but the things that, that I'm like, eh, oh, well, you know, I was like, you know, I'm like, mm, I don't really know how this is gonna hit. Somebody's like, this you know, is the best thing I've ever seen, and then the things the that I'm thing, like, the dumbest things, yeah, the dumbest things go viral, yes, and the yes. shit you put all your heart and soul and gets three likes. Exactly. Oh, trash, exactly. man. Like the the world, the people on Instagram and social media, they are fickle. We are fickle on well, Instagram. That's also in that the space. algorithm also mess with a lot. Right, of the algorithm does mess with you too. Right, exactly. True. So I just try to make sure that I'm like, you know what? At the time, I was excited about this because I wanted to get this out mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the public, right? And if I feel like that, that's like my bar. Um, that's it. You know. So I'm actually I'm actually this because you you said. You uh you talked about the flights. And for those of people that are listening to us that aren't familiar with your Fact Fridays, yeah. why don't you give us a quick 
yeah. thing of how to drink flights because uh yeah I before you wrote before you gave that I never even knew like I'm like she poured that one or he poured that one first yeah this is this is here I'll, I'll drink this one first but you're saying that there's a specific order to it so if yeah. you don't mind giving us a tell us about that absolutely um great question Lou um Thank you. so Thank you. Thank yeah you so I mean. I, I always say with flights, um, you know, flights are a popular way to be able to try a bunch of different beers at once um, and you don't have to commit to anything. Right. I, I like um, the idea of flights, like I said, because it allows you to be able to kind of say, oh, I like this. I like that. And, and you can either get another beer when you're done with your flight or you don't have to. You know, you just said I've tried all these styles. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about. um you know, you picking a specific flight and you being like, okay, I got to put these beers in it. It it is about an order, right? So, you know, you're usually going to want to, first of all, evaluate what you've picked. Um, A lot of people just, you know, you just pick whatever you like, right? I'm not, you know, like a lot of times it's not like you're saying, hmm, I'm only going to be drinking lagers today or I'm only going to be drinking IPAs or stouts or whatever. You're picking all over the board and that's the purpose. So you're going to start out with um, usually like the thing that I always say is like the least, um, palette coating, right? Like the thing that is going to almost be like your starter. It sets you up um, for your the rest of the beers in your flight. So you're going to pick the thing that is like the least, um, the thing that's going to coat your palate the least, right? It's going to be not, not necessarily like the lightest because some people are like, oh, you mean the lightest? I'm like, no, don't always mean the lightest. I mean like the thing that is going to linger the least when you drink it. Um, you know, and then you're going to move from there. So there's a couple of different ways to move from there. And I talk about a little bit of this on Beer Fact Friday, but you can either say, okay, like I want to move to the thing. You look at your whole entire like flight and you're going to say, okay, I want to set it up such that like the next beer is going to set up the subsequent beer and vice versa. Right. So I think in the flight that I had, like I had something like a brown ale and then I had an IPA Um, and I actually drank them as the brown ale first and then the IPA. And people were like, oh, you know, could you do that the opposite? And I'm like, well, yeah, you could. But those two beers have similarities in that an American brown ale does have hops in it. It is, it, the style does is more hoppy um, or, you know, has more hop character to it um, than some of like the more British brown ales and some of the other things like that. So it is a really good runway to something like an American style IPA. Like it, it sets you up. Like it's like mild hops and then you have like more robust hops in the, in the IPA. Um, one thing I do say, you know, as you're making your way through the flight, a personal opinion of mine. And I mean, I've heard other folks say it too. You don't want to drink that sour anywhere near the front of your flight. You need to save the sour for the end. Um, just because sours are so astringent in their nature, period. Um, so unless you're that person who's like, well, you know, maybe I'm going to drink this sour and then I'm going to like completely coat my palate and do it, you know, excuse me, wash my palate and do all this, you know, sure. But most of the time I say, save your sour for last. Um, similar, you know, to something like a stout, um, you know, imperial stout, something like that, the alcohol warming nature of that can throw off, you know, plus it pretty much coats your whole palette too it can mm-hmm. you know it's, it's a reason why stouts are like meant to be you know more of those like after it's almost like an after dinner drink right yeah, you don't have right. after dinner yeah. drink with breakfast mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. you have it you can i mean you know but but most of the time like so you're trying to have the best experience possible so like you going from like a sour to a stout or like 
a stout to like a lager, it's like, oh, that lager is going to be impacted. The flavors in that lager will be impacted by what's left on your palate from the stout. So, you know, it's really just like I said about bringing the thing that's like the the most, uh, excuse me, the least palate coating first, thinking about the other things in that flight. And you don't have to know all the logistics about a beer, right? You can just kind of be like using common sense, say like, hmm, well, maybe I want to drink like the beers that are like lighter first and then like the beers that are heavier last. Some people like to go the opposite direction. Again, that's up to you. Um, but, you know, a lot of it is just about assessing your beer. And I, the reason why I also really wanted to do that was I want people to stop and assess their beer for a second. Like mm. all of us, you know, we just grab beer at bone, you know, we're, we're drinking, right. but there's a whole lot that just like the aroma of a beer is going to tell you, you know, right. the appearance of a beer is going to tell you, it starts to set you up for what type of journey you're going to experience, you okay. know, as you go. Yeah. What, um, and, uh, and I guess depending on the, um, education educational side of the yeah. beer tender they would normally kind of set up line your, it up uh, line flight it up that like way. that they do. good because all your sour you yours is a sour flight so you straight so you don't even i'm gonna have a stout or i'm gonna have a stout or a pilsner in there i'm just not gonna have no ipas in there brother like every other thing is good like stop saying like sours are my favorite but i like all the styles except for ipa except for ipa like yeah it's just that ipa is so popular so i'm always hating like you said like i'm hating on all beers all the time because we talk about ipas every fucking week <laughs> so we don't get to talk about sours and gozas and other styles every week if we did, you will see me smiling like this when we talk about beers, but I can't when we talk about IPAs all well, the fuck. So, Lou, I have a question for yeah. you then. Please. So, do you yes. like, um, because of your love of sours, right? Like, do you also like, um, kind of like the funky farmhouse ales and like things and mixed fermentation, mixed culture? Yeah, that stuff, that stuff they just leave out in the open. And, yeah, yeah uh -huh. give it to me. I so. <laughs> To give you full, give you a full education on my journey yes. in beer. Yeah. I started when we started this podcast. Like my beer choice was Corona with grenadine in it, uh, <laughs> a Heineken, a Heineken that I would just carry around as a status symbol. Like I would never <laughs> drink the Heineken, and Yingling because it's Yingling. a home, it's a home it's a brew, home and that was yep. the first craft brew that I ever heard yep. of. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But. When Rob asked me to come on the show, he was like, I want you to be on the show because you don't drink beer pretty much. And I want you to have your journey through this, like find That's what you awesome. like. Yeah. And I'm 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 a black man. Like my mama made Kool-Aid and sweet tea when I was little. So yeah. I like sweet shit. Yeah, yeah, I like sweet shit. So yeah. I try to in finding that I like gozas and sours, mm -hmm. I've realized that I don't like traditional beer. Like mm -hmm. I like the science of the beer, like the adjuncts yeah. in the beer. Like I like I love fruit. So if yeah. you want to put fruit in a beer, it's, I'm drinking that. Like drinking even that. if you try yeah. to do it in the IPA, yeah, I'm gonna try it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that that's where I, I come from. And then IPAs taste like what to me what beer is supposed to be. Like when when white men made beer, they like this is what we want beer to taste like. And I'm like y'all are niggas are dumb. Like <laughs> that I don't I don't have no white man palate. I don't like I don't even want yeah. one if they like IPAs like that. I like yes. this Negro palette that I got, and I'm sticking. I'm sticking with it. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's yes. that's that's where I, that's where I come from, and not liking uh, the IPAs. But I, stop saying that, Rob. I, it's Whoa. just IPAs. <laughs> I like I like all, I like well, every I like, I like every style of beer. Yeah. To your credit, though, I like the fact that you've had like a journey, right? Because I yeah. think one of the things that like I try to help with, because you know, there are folks like I don't drink nothing. 
I only like sours, period, point blank. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't mess with no. that. And I'm like, well, have you had anything else? They're like, nah. Because yeah. I'm like, okay. You got to try yeah. it. You got to try it. You got to know that you don't like it. You can't right. just be, that's dumb to <laughs> like, it don't cost you but $8 to find out you don't like some shit. Exactly. Pay $8 and find, and if you get a flight, it's $12 and you only got a, t- a little taste and you exactly. don't have to finish that. You only yep. gotta finish that. So 100%. try it, try 100%. everything, people. Like if, if y'all are listening and you just like sours, or you just like IPAs. Yes. I've had an IPA that I've liked before. I definitely have, have drunk an IPA that I'm like, that shit's good. Yes, yes. Most of them aren't though. Most of them aren't, but there are some out here that are, are really, are really, really tasty. <laughs> if there's some sours out here that are gross too, like, yes. like all, all styles have nasty beers and all they styles do. have really, really good beers. Good beers. Just, yep. So you, you have, can't, you can't, you can't pigeonhole yep. yourself in the Correct. sand. That's why I love, uh, that's why I asked you about the, to tell us more about the flights because I think flights should be available. And like when people say they don't, do flights in flights yeah. or breweries breweries don't believe in flights i have a hard time with that Me because too. of how i how i grew up in this beer like yep. i grew up in the beer like this is this i'm only drinking this much of beer i'm yeah, never right i i'll repour it i'll repour it but i want to carry this around yes. i don't want a pint i don't i don't want a pint of one thing Me, because yep. I, don't, I can't even drink it i can't even I, drink I'm a pint of one you, thing i am that person and throughout the city People know I'm constantly coming in asking for. He's like, I'm no, I, I, I couldn't do it, right? I'm asking for. I'm, I'm like you, Lou. I'm asking for. If nobody does a flight, I'm like, well, I want just pour me like a half of whatever. And sometimes they won't have it on their menu. I'm like, well, you want to figure it out? I don't want now. Now, like I said, there are exceptions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where I'll be like, yes, give me that whole pint. I want the whole thing. But ordinarily. I want a couple of different things. That's the fun part about beer. Like when I go anywhere, I'm going to want a couple. I don't want to be full. I don't right. want to be so full off of one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I I'm, I want that flight. Give me that flight or give me that half pour. You come you come to visit us. You go to a love yes. city. You go to Attic Brewing. You've never been there before. Yes, right. You get, you get two pints, right. but they have 15 different styles of beer. But you're, you're not going to be back to Philly for another, who knows how fucking long. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let me get six of your beers in a exactly. flight, and then I can buy a six pack or a four pack of what I like and take that home with me instead exactly. of two pints that I didn't agree that didn't agree with me. Exactly. And now I'm like, I'm like that brewery in Philly was trash, but I only had two or fifteen beers. Welcome to the Wasted Festival. Grab you six. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of Welcome the to the Wasted. That's the upselling point. So a lot of breweries um, here, there was actually a panel at, I'm trying to think if y'all, if Rob, if you were in this panel, um, it was a panel at CBC where a couple of folks talked about um, like how to, um, how to upsell in breweries and how, how like the flight nice. selling. Yes. How selling a flight is like a, a positive thing. Cause you know, like you get people to really understand, like, okay, this is all the possible beers, and they're more likely, apparently, to walk out with like a four pack. To your point, um, of beer than if they just have one pint, you know. So it's like from a sales exactly. perspective. But like you said, you have some breweries are like, no, we don't do. Fly. I'm like, I get it, but then I'm like, but you gonna do a flight today? You on you on <laughs> a flight just in the I'm I'm out. Like right. I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not. I just I can't. It's so hard for me to even. Look, it's intimidating almost to see a pint of beer and be like, I gotta drink all of that. Whereas I, yeah. I finished this whole can, the can's gone. This yeah. is bigger than this a pint. I yes. drunk it, but it's but still you, something about that's having not, that's a mental, that's not like a mental block. 
I'm not, I'm not gonna say that it ain't. Look, it may, it may be Rob, but you did this to me, homie. Like this is your fault. <laughs> you put this on me. The first time you gave me a beer, it came in a glass this size. Like, don't. It's your fault. This is you and Yoda's fault. I love it. Y'all I think. Mo- I think nowadays most of them. They might not say they do flights, but now they do small pours. So it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. They, they also will sample. They also will give you a, a sample pour. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, I, I've never been a place that didn't do flights that didn't offer me. Three samples, you know what yes, I mean? Like, yes. I need three samples yeah. before I make a, a decision make on the point decision. that I'm about to get. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And if you go in there and say, uh, I don't know what kind of beer I like, you're gonna get samples anyway. Like, hey, try this then. That's if true. You, that's if true. You got a good brewery. That's like, you are. Yeah, walk yeah. through it. Let's walk through and that's, and find you. That's kind of how you know if, if the brewery and the beer tender is, is worth their salt. If they don't sell flights and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I want you to buy a pint. I want, Here, yes. Here's three. Here's what do you like? What what can I interest you in? Oh, try these three, and then I'll come back and you let me know what pint I can buy. I can pour for you. Mm-hmm. But if yep. they just like, oh, we just sell pints and tell me what you want in a minute, I'll be back right. and walk yeah, away. I'm like, bro, true. yeah, give me a water. Not, <laughs> give me a water, and I'm leaving when Rob yeah, is ready. Working. No, it's not. <laughs> when Rob's done his three pints, I'll be I'll be going with my four <laughs> <own> water. <laughs> Hate you. Right. Right. <laughs> love it. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious. I know you said. I know you. This is more questions about. Um, in terms, of, I know you said you were, um, like did education on like like tutoring on the side and education like that. But I'm I'm curious because like with the, um, educational piece and not even that's that just the, the presentation of, the uh, uh, beer fact Friday. Like, yeah. did you do TV or radio before or oh no? Oh my god! I, I was gonna say you got a voice for voiceover too. Like, I feel so like you're, you're a cartoon so, in the making. So many people ask me that and have been asking me that my whole life. I actually tried my um my hand at voiceover acting at one point, and I think I just wasn't like thirsty enough to like keep going out. Because I mean, you know, like, with that you got to like keep right. on putting your stuff out. You got to mm-hmm. keep on creating demos. Mm-hmm. You got to keep on like trying to. But I get it all the time. Like people will stop me in the grocery store. Are you on the radio? Are you on the news? Yeah. Are you on yeah. the and it's you got just one of them voices. You definitely got one of them. It's, you, her, it's, it's her and Barb. Her and Barb. Y'all got the best voices in beer oh, right now. Like, thank yeah, you. for thank sure. You. Barb is so dope. She's yeah. yeah. She has like a you can, yeah. yeah, like both of y'all, you can just close your eyes and just listen to what y'all gotta say. Y'all could be just reading the ingredients on the back of a can or something. Like it's it's <laughs> right. really peaceful. Yeah, yeah y'all got well, nice I appreciate voices. it. Yeah, no, I, I, but it's so funny though because I was thinking about this recently. You know, when when trying the whole like voiceover thing didn't work, and I was like, well, that that kind of sucks. You know, like I have this voice. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, we would have ended up first like for you know things like. Um, you know, like with making presentations and stuff at work and like all this, people are always like, oh my God, your voice is so, and I'm like, whatever, this is work. Like, and so now it's weird because of your, this is like my outlet for my voice. Like my voice is literally being heard all the time now. And yes, I'm like, look, yes. how, look how the two worlds came together. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my voice yeah. is being heard and people are like, oh, can you come talk, you know, at my whatever? And I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. I actually do really love, I'm that person it's very probably the opposite of a lot of people. I love public speaking. Like I'm like, give me okay. a room, more people in it. Like give it to me. Like it's like a <laughs> adrenaline. Like I'm like, yes. Like okay, this room is full of like 150 people. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just because at, at one point in my life when I was like a little kid, you know, like everybody everybody starts their like public speaking journey in church. So I was the same way. You know, Easter speech. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And I just remember my mom being like, get up there, you know, and do your Easter speech and, you know, do, you know, and I remember being just terrified. Mm. And over time, I was like, I gotta, like, it was one of those things I just wanted to conquer. This is like a eight-year-old. I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm going to cry in front of these people, <laughs> you know? And so over time, it just became something I was like, let's, let's try to like turn it into something different. And yeah. so, was eight-year-old yeah. Latrice, did eight-year-old Latrice have the voice? Or did the voice no, come later it was on in life? Probably like 10 or 12 year old Latrice had the voice. Like people would ask my parents, like, oh, does she um it's like the it's like when you're in school and they have like the oration Toastmasters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toastmasters. There you go. Mm -hmm. They were like, Oh, is she in Toastmasters? And my parents be like, No. <laughs> Are you in Toastmasters now? No. Shit. Uh, Toastmasters missing Toastmasters missing out on the gym. <laughs> I need to call you. Toastmasters, if y'all listening. Man, Toastmasters, hey, if you listen to it, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, people always say like your voice is distinct or they, they will hear me and they'll be like, we know it's you. Like we heard, I can't get away with like just being somewhere and speaking. They're like, look, Latrice nah. is here. I'm like, yep, but yep. it works. And you're the, voice o you're the voiceover actor that'll be 14 different cartoons and no one will know until they hear the voice of the cartoon side by side. Like, yeah, it's the same it's, voice. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same voice, voice like a, for 20 years. Cree Summer. Cree Summer. Yes. Yeah. Was she the said, voice like, of all those Simpson characters. She's, she's, and she's uh, Elmira from the Looney Tunes. Like, yes. she's all these people. And you're like, damn, that's Cree, huh? Yep. 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 No that's our, that's our same voice. Delroy Lindo. He all these on all these cartoons. Yes. Talking the yeah. same way. Like, damn. I wish I was like, you know Delroy. You know Delroy. But not in this cartoon, though. Not when he when he's on cartoon. I'm like, is that? Oh, I gotta I gotta look at the credit. That sure yeah, was Delroy. Yeah. It's always a, in my mind, but I never know. Yeah. For for a, for a fact. But yeah, for very real. very nice voice. I, I got a very godmother, uh, cartoon idea set up that we could talk about off air. Okay. You have to voice it though. You of course you'll. I have to voice. voice. Yeah. I mean, of course. Who else gonna voice tough. it? You you are the very godmother, right? Yes. 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 Are you uh, are you CBS certified in any way? Certif C Cicerone certified. Cicerone in any certified. Way. Yeah. So I have my um, certified beer server. Okay. Um, and then I have passed the first. Uh, well, I took the tasting first, and then the written um, for the Cicerone. So um, I passed the tasting. Um, I'm going to be retaking. I actually took the written um, and just found out I missed it. I didn't pass it by like a couple points. Like it just it sucks. But you're always like, yeah. oh. But the thing is, is that, you know, of all the people that are like my mentors from an educational perspective in this industry, none of them, all of them have told me, sort of like, none of us passed any of these things on the first try. Like, okay, this is good. So, For you know, sure. I have a couple advanced Cicerones right now who are mentors of mine who are either going for their master or you know are planning to go for their master and they're like it took me three times to pass my mm. you know my advance it took me two or three to pass my sis my certified cicerone so for me certified cicerone is like it's the you know i've got to pass that i that's like my i 150 percent want it What's, it's four total that's three that's or two. two that's, that's two. two so you're so yeah. you, you did the the tasting and you passed that you, uh, yeah. once you pass it once you don't have to so since you didn't pass the written yeah, so the whole okay, thing is okay. based on a, um, a, a cumulative score, right? So you have to get um, at least an 80% overall on like both the tasting and the written and the demo. There's like a 4% a of your grade is this demo, which mm -hmm. is either like, 
you know, um, put together a faucet and take it, you know, take apart a faucet and put it together and talk about all the parts. Or um, sometimes it's like, um, how do you clean a beer glass with the appropriate sinks? There's like, you know, different water that you're supposed to use and different cleaner. So there's a couple of different demo options, but with all your cumulative scores have to be 80%. And so, but you have to pass your written, excuse me, your tasting with at least a 70. So there's all these parameters. The written is more highly weighted than the tasting. Um, and so, but your scores never go away. They always take the best. So it's like, you know, if you take retake something or whatever, they take the best. Um, so I think for That's me, great. it's important, like, because people say, well, you know, how important is it really to like have your Cicerone? And for me, it's a marker of knowledge, right? So it's not necessarily a marker of how I'm going to do everything in my business. It is a marker of knowledge. And because I am a person who does not work directly in the beer industry, who's out here trying to approach breweries, approach bars, mm. et cetera, and tell yes. them, like, I yes. want to train you. Their first question could be, well, why can't one of my people train you? And I'd be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. bringing I'm level this. Two. Yeah. I'm level two here. I'm level yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Cause everybody's thing. maybe, yeah, yes, yes. A lot of people are level one, but like level mm -hmm. two, three and four, you know, but two is, is still a big, milestone because that separates this starts to separate you know like the level of knowledge i mean and, and mm -hmm. all of them are ratcheted up i mean yeah but everybody has told it's just me, like it's just like i got a gd or i got a bachelor's degree yep who gets yep. the job yes like most exactly. of the time it's gonna be the bachelor's degree guy He's and we don't care what he got it we don't care what he got a degree in yep you know what exactly. your gd is in and i don't his he got a music the bachelor's and we want him to pour beer but because of his bachelor's, here we go. Yeah, and that's the thing. The same thing. The Cicerone, okay. they don't even ask. Nobody will ever ask you what you get on your Cicerone. Right. Like, yeah. cool. No one cares about my, no biologist cares about my GPA I got in college at all. <laughs> at all, man. Exactly. I've never, I've never been in any interview for a science job. And they say, well, what, what you get in biology? What'd you get about it? Never, like, had, that, never no, had that question. No, don't care about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you, so, yeah. I think I got that did, question in the, the first job. That was it though. Really? Really? First job, they actually GPA overall GPA. Yeah, right. Well, right. very, first, very first yeah. job, right? Yeah, no, I, I didn't get that either. But honestly, yeah. my first job out of college was like four years after college, so I was a bum. Oh. So that was, <laughs> that was my Atlanta, my Atlanta time, my, my Atlanta Georgia time. Atlanta time. Oh, okay, I right, had no right, real right. jobs in Georgia. Yes. I don't know what the mark. I was waiting yes. tables and delivering yes. shit, trying to uh, spend, yeah. trying to uh, sell insurance. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So times, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing there. But yeah, I mean, I think yeah, okay. I, I encourage anybody who's interested to go. Now, to are you are you just trying to go to level two and stop there, or do you want to be a Ooh. full blown? So it's wrong? funny. Like I advanced. So I had never thought about doing advanced, um, but I've been getting inspired by some people around me who are like taking that plunge into like going to advanced. So I'm like, mm -hmm. advanced could be something on my map. Now, I think there are only one less maybe 30 or 32 master cicerones in the world that's like yeah, yeah. Um, uh, i didn't know it was that little uh, so yeah i mean and, and uh, probably yeah. to advance i mean maybe maybe a, a little over 100 of them in the world like in the wow. world we're not talking about wow. yeah so it's it's um how many how many are at the level you're trying to get to do you know oh man certified i mean i would probably say maybe three or four hundred i mean in in the in that's the still it's still, I mean, yeah, I mean, it may be more. I mean, I, I have to live 10,000 CBSs. I feel like it's 10,000. Oh, there's like a whole lot of CBSs. CBS. Yeah. And, but I no. mean, also the, the thing too, I, I the <laughs> question of accessibility, like 
CBS is something is like, you know, a lot of breweries will pay for it, you know, for their staff sometimes. Or CBS, you know, is like, I think 75 bucks or something like that, maybe. Yeah. Um, but like this regular, this, you know, it, uh, the next level of certified Cicerone, I mean, it's expensive. Like, I think, like, uh, maybe 175 for the written and like 125 yeah. for the taste. Like, it starts getting up there. Okay. And if you have to retake it, you, you know, you got to do it again. Right. They, they take a little bit of money off, but it's not a lot of money off. So it's like, how do we start making this? More so you can't just love beer and want to be a Cicerone. Yeah. You got to love beer. You got to love beer and have some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you yeah. got to study. So that means you got to drink a lot of beer. To study. Oh my God, beer costs stuff, money. That, yeah. that could be a whole different podcast. <laughs> I mean, when we talk about my journey of trying to of studying for the Cicerone is like a beast. Um, and mm. you got we're gonna, have, we're, we're gonna have you back for that. I want to hear all about right. that. Okay, I there like we go. I don't, I, Rob, we ain't never had nobody talk about their actual testing journey. Becoming a um, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm curious to know between just that and like somebody because I mean there are I, I know first state has a master sister on I believe at that oh, yeah. at the QC the, okay. um, the quality control stuff at their things. I'm I'm sure that was. Yeah. But, but like, even when I see like sommeliers and stuff like that, I'd be like, yo, how do you even know I yeah. just squig this not wine in my mouth? I'm like, uh, that was from uh 1977 on the yeah, South of like, right. like, barrel that, bar- that, that barrel is not oak. That's a, a walnut barrel. Like, what? The- right. What? right. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I the difference between the certified beer server exam and actual certified Cicerone it's like night and day. I mean, you really cannot get away with just like, oh, what's in your head? You know, you gotta right. know that stuff. Um, for the tasting, it was um, style identification. So saying like, is that they give you, you know, a style and they'd be like, is this blank or blank? But of course they're giving you styles that are similar. Like, I mean, very easy, you know, IPA and a style, they're not gonna give you that. They're gonna say, mm. you know, is this a, I don't know. Like, I think I had on my test, like, is this a, Belgian triple or a um, uh, Belgian golden strong or something like like they were close you know like things that are like um, right. you know you had to do off flavor identification and that whole thing is all about how good your own palate is at identifying off flavor. So basically, the beer godmother fact fact Fridays is just you studying. <laughs> that's just it was this is just the way for you to study and get better it for your your person. This is selfish of you. This is not <laughs> you're not doing this for no. us. Like you're no, doing this so you can be a sister wrong. No, no, I get it. I get it. Every but you're week, like, you're like you, now you got take videos of yourself so you can educate your own. Ah, I got it. Well, got you know, it. I will say <laughs> there was a big difference. So, like, like I said, studying when I studied for the tasting, I was all just drinking a lot of beer. You have to drink a lot of beer and you have to do it in a discerning way. Like I, I spent a month and a half drinking literally nothing but Pilsners and lagers because I was having a very hard time telling them apart. And I knew yeah. I was going to know how to tell them apart. So yeah, that is tough. A month. It's rough. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, but then for the written, it's next level. I mean, you got to know the history, evolution of stuff. So I will say, my beer back Fridays got easier once mm. I had studied all of that stuff for the written gotcha. because I was like, well, I know this. Like, this is in my mind. I don't have to mm-hmm. like go and like verify anything or like. And I'm not. I'm right. always checking my facts. Nobody's. I mean, I feel like everybody 
needs to be thinking about if you ever put anything out you got you know you can't be afraid to be like i gotta check my facts i gotta check my facts right. but i i would know things and just be like okay i know yeah. you know this thing better so you're right okay. i mean and it keeps me honest but like you know right now i'm going to be preparing to retake my written um at some point here very soon because i do not after you've studied for all for study 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 you don't want to lose it and then have to start back studying hardcore again so yes yeah um but i'm like yeah you know like this information um you know if i can explain it to somebody else you're right i you i can do it then i know yeah, i know you can do it yourself absolutely. you know that's always absolutely. the way i used to study when i was a kid and and through college or whatever it was all about saying it out loud because you can bs mm -hmm. on you know writing stuff down and whatever but if you know how to say it and it can explain it to somebody else then that's how you know it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that excuse. I'll take that. Now you're also, are you also doing the, uh, what is the BJCP stuff as well? Or yeah. You... So that's another thing um, I'm going to be doing. I already have some support uh, for that. Like from a couple, I said mentors of mine who are like, all right, we'll, we'll write, you know, letters because you have to get like two letters of like, I guess, recommendation. And then you have, what is this? What is this? We don't, yeah, you so, and Rob know, you and Rob know, but y'all yeah, are smarter and beer than we are. Yeah, dumb it down. Good. Yeah. So for um, BJCP stands for the Beer, Dr Beer Judges Certification Program. And okay. BJCP is based solely on styles. So, you know, whereas Cicerone is like the collective beer. We're talking mm. about history, serving, pairing beer, um, and um, styles. The BJCP is only styles. So like, you know, everybody for free can go download the BJCP app. There's, you know, um, and it allows you to see what a beer style is supposed to be based on, um, you know, the actual parameters for that style. Like, so how a beer is supposed to taste, taste I should say, um, okay. based on the parameters of that style, right? And so you can take a look at that. It is a great, like, thing to kind of have in your back pocket, literally in your back pocket, just to, when you go places, you know, a lot of people look at Untapped, and I'm like, yeah, Untapped's cool. But if you really want to know the real facts about what a beer is supposed to taste like, you look it up in BJCP. So yeah, isn't Untapped just a people's opinions? Mm -hmm. yeah. Isn't that like um, what's it yeah. called? Uh, beer, yeah. something for beer. Yeah, yep. it's almost like Reddit for beer. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? yeah. It, which is fine. I mean, yeah, which is fine. It has its place. But I was going to say like, but it's not. Good. It's not necessarily education like the BJCP app would be. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so, like I said, it's all styles. And, um, you know, you can take a look at it. And so for BJCP, it's judging that I would be. So I do want to be a beer judge. I feel like there is a severe lack of people of color, particularly black mm -hmm. people who are being beer judges. And we have different palettes. This is real. It's all based on, like, exposure, you know. Um, and so, like, I don't know what some of these things. I'm like, people describing things. I'm like, I don't know what the, I don't know what that tastes like because I was never exposed to that flavor. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, all these homebrew competitions, various other beer competitions, like, you know, you get way, way up and you're judging like the great American beer festival or stuff like that. Um, you know, you got to have somebody who drinks a beer and can judge it based on what that beer style is supposed to be technically, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not just this is good or bad, but like, you know, does it meet the style parameters? So I've had the an opportunity style. to judge, yeah, a couple of different now, competitions. Yeah. Now within within that particular uh the BJCP realm, is that uh 
can you go into it like i'm a master of sours i'm a master of ipas like I, i'm judging i'm judging just these particular beers or is it just like no, you go just get into the west coast ipa after a while so yeah when you first come in it's every it's everything right now over time you might start getting called upon this is what i understand to be the case right okay. like you know you might start getting called upon as you know if you're like a renowned you know a taster of, of sours you know why you laugh why you laugh i don't I, like I the, laugh. the chuckle i, laugh. I just laugh because like it, it, that's not for somebody to ask me that so i'm like okay. yes, that sounds ridiculous no, yes. like, like, laugh at me no i like you could be a, a curator of sours or a curator of stouts or a curator. yeah but most of the time they want you to come and judge all because these homebrew competitions i mean it could be literally anything listen um, i've been in the, I, I judged a homebrew competition before yeah. Uh-huh. It was like 16 beers that I tasted. Three were absolutely amazing. Yep. That's how they, yep. Three were average at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I got 10 to go, the other 10 were just throw that shit in the trash. Like yep. you wasted, I, you I, wasted. You wasted. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. I had the same experience here um, where, you know, the ones that won, I was like, this it's phenomenal. Like you this, could, out, you could put this on tap at the on at, tap right yes, now and beat yes. out a lot of breweries. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. On tap right yep. now. I mean, and then yeah. the worst, the worst one you had that day, you just like, what did you? How did you even submit this? Yeah, like, I, I can see you making it. I can see you making it because you don't. Sometimes you don't know it's going to be nasty when you taste exactly. it. But you tasted exactly. it and bottled it and gave it to the judge and gave it. To, oh, yes. you, you, probably exactly. it. you probably was like, oh, I did no, this. Didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I, they were they were done. They couldn't. They didn't have another beer to do, and they were at a deadline. So they were like, right. "Fuck oh, it, no. I'll just get a, I'll get a zero. Yeah, it's like, I, people, I, who you, zero. It's like people who tell, it's like people who show up at like American Idol, like, they, "Oh, my mom said I could sing." So people probably taste and say, "You did it, bro." You yeah, yeah. Like, all his so all good. his or her friends so is getting drunk bro. off exactly. the beer. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is it, my man. Submit this. I'm about to the background. That That's is not true. what we need to be doing. That's right. true. That's right. true. I, I feel that'd be feeling bad when you like. What if a person is like that, right? Like, I think this is the best that I've ever made. I've been doing this for three years, and you like. So I try if, anytime it's a trash beer in a yes. judge competition, I try to give as many notes as I can. If it's a good beer, if it deserves to be on tap, that's all I need to say. It's like this beer uh-huh. is exquisite. Yep. It could yep. be on tap at other breweries. Yep. But if it's trash, I'm writing paragraphs. Like you need to go here with yours. <laughs> you should go back to the store. You should talk to another brewer. You should have some friends help you brew this. You shouldn't be blind when you brew, maybe. Maybe you should take your put your glasses on. And take the blinders. Never mind. You should you shouldn't be blind when you yeah. I just go, I just yeah. go in the so depth whole, more in yeah. the depth about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like a whole different thing. And I'm trying right now to like balance, you know, like I really want really want to do beer judging. Um, but like I said, okay. that's just yet another certification to take yeah. that's more yeah. focused on the style part. Wonderful. Um yeah. all right. Any more uh, questions for Latrice? Nah, man, thank you for everything you're doing. Like it's weird. Absolutely. We do. We've been doing this podcast for a while, and we always get people that start around COVID, yeah. and started their their journey on whatever business mm-hmm. that they're running around COVID. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. so so specific, and you have such a, a nice niche niche niche. Yeah. yeah, you got a lot. Of, there's a lot of potential. I see a lot of things going well with. with yeah, what well, going thank with. you. You Thanks just need to hire me. some people so that you could keep this Fed job and still I know. <laughs> keep the very godmother. I mean, like yeah, that. man. It, it, like I'm telling you, it, it has crossed my mind. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. so. I mean, yeah. sometimes some jobs can be a little, you know, like, yo, can I do this part time now? 
after you I get know, your right? Point. I know. <laughs> right, right, Rob. Yeah, seriously. Seriously, but yeah. Uh, or, or, or bring your igloo to work. Bring your that. igloo to work. If the if the boss loves beer, you don't have to work no more. Like you don't have to work no more. Right. Every Friday, bring him right. some beer. You can right. take off on Monday. Right. Hey, there you go. Be like, hey, there it is. Get get mm-hmm. get, get the boss uh, on board. But yeah, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all, I've definitely been watchers of, of the podcast, and and it's just We've such been doing an honor the same. To, you know what I'm saying. Come on, and like I said, met met Rob in person. Lou, sorry, I couldn't meet you. But yeah, it was so dope, like just being able to like interface all that stuff we did at uh, CBC and just being around, mm-hmm. you know, more more black people who are doing this thing, man. And it's so, you know. such a it's such a good thing, like you said, when you and Jen started, it was just the two of y'all, and now you can't go to a beer fest in Georgia. It will never be just the two of y'all again. It, no, like, and it's it's that it's that I feel like it's that way everywhere. Like me yeah. and you, Rob, when we went to the beer fest in Philly, I, it was like. 15 different black people that I've never seen before. That's that, awesome. that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. happen. So when it did, I was excited. I was like, oh, I told uh Todd about that, bro. I was like, yo, man, y'all really doing good with this uh this uh inclusivity thing that y'all got going on. Yes, I, I appreciate y'all, man, because it's a lot y'all did promote to the black community because they out yeah. here. It wasn't it was it's never gonna be as many as it is them. Yeah, but when you can see some people you don't know and oh, cheer yeah, well, them from a distance, that's always a, a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You don't gotta talk to all the just because we we the only black people there don't mean we gotta talk. But I could definitely hit you with we the cheers, my well. guy. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. see you. Mm-hmm. I, see. I see you. Right, 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 right. Hopefully, I'll see I you see. at the next one. Yep, that's how it yeah, is for sure. For sure. But um, yeah, thank you for coming, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Proud of you. I want to thank Latrice Harris, aka the Berry Godmother, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Before we go, we always like to know how people can find you on these worldwide web social medias and all that good stuff. So how can they find about more about the Beery Godmother LLC and all that good stuff? Yeah. So find me um, at the Beery Godmother, all one word on Instagram. And uh, from there, you also can hit my uh, link tree uh, while the uh, website is in development to get a chance to be able to see just, you know, examples of some of the things that I'm doing right now. Um, and yeah, just, you know, check me out. I, I you know, I run my own account. So <laughs> always there, happy to answer questions and interface with folks. How about that shirt? What's up with that shirt? We're going to get that shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, so I don't have any, you know, I've been getting the question more and more about merch. And so, you know, hopefully for the end of the year, I'll be able to actually have some merch that I'm selling. Um, okay. You know, and uh, I don't want to put you out or nothing, but can you stand up so we can see the shirt? I can't see the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Let me see. Give me my pants. Yeah. See? Oh, sweatpants is fine. You were working out. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 That's kind of the wigs. And yeah. The yeah. 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 That, that's yeah. good. You don't yeah. got to redo that right away. You don't got to yeah. redo that right now. That's okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Me, me and Rob approve. Bruising bands are no, approved. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah I've, I've gotten sure. some requests for this particular shirt. And, uh, you know, I have a, a sweatshirt. Um, that just has like the logo on it with no words. Um, mm-hmm. So got to uh, ask for that one too. So, you know, like I said, I feel like coming into the fall, you know, have a couple of, you know, do some little limited merch runs and see how it goes. And you know. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Cool. All right. Thank Lou, y'all. Lou, how can I find you? Man, I am on them Instagrams. My name is Lou Belgium. All right. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising. And threads. I gotta say oh, threads. Yeah. Oh, not Twitter. Twitter? Hey, we still on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, Twitter. Not, still for on Twitter. not for long. Not for long. 
<laughs> at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can say Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast because we're on Amazon Music. You can also go to www.bruisingbanter.com if you want to get find out where we are and get some of the merch like this. And that. There you go. Um, if you want to follow me, Rob, stay bruising. There it is. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, and if you want to follow uh, uh, 302 Yoda, I am 302 Yoda. Uh, I know he's not here, but that is where you can find him. Uh, once again, we want to uh, thank uh, the Beery Godmother for coming through. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. This has been episode 209 of Bruising Bandit Podcast. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. Cheers. Have a good one. Peace.